Hello listeners and welcome to the Afriweta podcast where we look to celebrate African history, culture and legends by telling our story. One of the things that is important to Afriweta is the story of our legends and their importance to our story, how we understand their impact on our history and also today. So today we have a legends show and my Afriweta. We welcome back the one and only wonderful Madam Director who's dialing in all the way from outside countries just for us. She's really awesome, right? Anyway, a big hand for Mwendo Mbukwa. So wow, Mwena, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> I was just going to say this you are the one who and I think I've said it before but I'm going to say it again you're the one who listened to my first ever Afriweta to script the Congo Kingdom so therefore you should be thanked every single time because why lie you guided me to get this show on the road the right way because you can get the show on the road and it's the wrong way and people are like mm, I don't know about this thing so welcome back <laughs> Say hello. Uh, Mona, thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Afriwetu world. Thank you so much, Mona, for having me back. It really is an honor. It's such a privilege. And it's me to thank you for enlightening me. Reading that first Congo script showed me that, boy, do I have a lot to learn. So this is exciting. And it's exciting to see all the wonderful stories that have come out since then. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We miss you here on the continent. But... <laughs> I was going to say now, for our new listeners, you are genuinely in for a treat as this woman is a natural storyteller. She's also an author. We'll talk about that a bit later. But before even I sit back, just a few facts about South Africa today, which is where our legend comes from. It has 11 national languages, including Zulu, Kosa, Southern Soto, Venda, Swana, Northern Soto, Soto Swati, Debele, like there's a lot, many, many, many. It has two other countries within its borders. So you have Lesotho, which is fully within South Africa, and the Kingdom of Eswatini, which is partially in. They do have... And, and I'm sorry, Afriwatu from across the continent, but they do have some of the best music and musicians in the world. And if you just think about the legends that they have produced, from your Huma Sekela, Lady Smith Black Bambazo, Lucky Dube, Miriam Makeba, I mean, really, one, one can't argue with that. Um, it is bordered to the northeast and will move west by Namibia, Botswana, Zimbabwe, and Mozambique. And if you stand at the tip of the African continent, literally the tip, which is where South Africa is, you can literally see a line when the two oceans meet, the Atlantic and the Indian Ocean, which is like hot and cold. So there's a, an amazing view that you get just from that. Um, and then for me personally, in 2010, it became the first African nation to host the World Cup. I just had to throw that to you. <laughs> Anyway, enough of my voice. I'm going to hand it over to you, Mwendo. Thank you, Mona. Wow, South Africa. So again, guys, I've heard Mona put her disclaimer for names. Please, please accept my apologies in advance. Um, I'm 
absolutely doing the best I can and please send in the correct pronunciation and we shall land them correctly. <laughs> but I hope you enjoy the story of this phenomenal, amazing woman, Queen Nandi, also known as Ndlorukazi Nandi Kabebe Lengani, which means the sweet one. I mean, that just rolls off your tongue. Now she was born circa 1766 and was daughter of the Langenis ruler Chief Bebe, Mlongo and Mfunda. Her love for her son and her determination have made her one of the most remarkable African women in history. Let's go back a little bit to her as a young woman. Although Nandi's story started way before, not much has been captured, period, to her meeting Senzagakona Kajama, king of the Zulu people. He, plus other warriors, were in the Babanango Hills on an expedition south of the Mfolozi River, where Nandi had just been visiting her own kin. Nandi was a beautiful and confident young woman, and this got Senzagakona's attention. The story goes that when they indulged in an act of ukuhlobonga and had fun of the roads, which was a way unmarried couples could be intimate without sex, the two of them went too far. And as a result, Nandi became pregnant out of wedlock. Oh my gosh. And in those days, well, this was proper taboo. So Nandi tells Senzagakona and his family that she was indeed pregnant with a king's son, but it was a cruel rejection for her. She was called all sorts of names and they even said that her stomach was bloated because she had been bitten by the Ishaka beetle. Ah, you got that? This is where his name, the great Shaka Zulu, came from. Nandi was insulted, mistreated, rejected, suffering great humiliation and even when her son was born, there was no traditional welcome party or ceremony for him. You see, the king already had two wives, so this also was not a story that went down very well, as it is claimed they had yet to give birth to his heirs. Ooh, she had attracted their wrath and anger as they were jealous and bitter about the whole situation. The women and singers of the Langeni did not waste any time in denigrating her, as in this sentence from a poem. The woman whose thighs are never pressed against each other, except when seen by a man. Woo! Although Senzagakana initially denied paternity of Shaka, he eventually married Nandi. She was then placed at the status of a lowly third wife. And as if it wasn't enough, Nandi's problems were also caused because she was the subject of an inter-clan marriage that was forbidden. Her mother, 
Mfunda was the daughter of Kondlo, a Kwabe chief, with whom mixed marriages between clans and Zulus were unacceptable because they claimed the same ancestry. So Shaka and Nandi spent their early years at Senzaga Kona's Esikleveni homestead near the present-day Babanango. Nandi bore Senzaga Kona another child, a girl, Nomkuba. By all accounts, as you can imagine, it was not a happy time. And Nandi and her children were subjected to abuse and often treated with disrespect. They were not popular and were made to feel unwelcome. Now Nandi, already known for her fiery temperament and devotion to her children, would not take this lying down. She eventually got fed up, took her children and left, going back home to her people, the Langani. Unfortunately, this was also not a happy time and Nandi found herself again the object of ridicule, humiliation and disgrace at home. She led a very hard life, having to forego food to feed her children who themselves were victims of mistreatment. But Nandi, regardless, kept her spirits up and told Shaka daily how one day he would be the greatest warrior and king of all time, no matter what their situation was. She was resilient and never ever gave up hope, overcoming all the obstacles that came her way. In time, Nandi and her children began to roam and live a nomadic life, wandering from one place to another until they found the Mthethwa clan, who embraced them and the chief, Diniswago, took young Shaka under his tutelage, teaching him how to lead as a warrior. Shaka became a formidable warrior and leader, feared and respected in equal measure. With the Mthethwa finally, Nandi was able to settle down and she and her children at last, who had a place to call home and be at peace. They remained with the Mthethwa clan until Shaka made his way back to the Zulu people. Dun, 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 dun. Do we have the music? Dun, dun. Back to his people. On his return to the Zulu lands, home of his father, Shaka did so in triumph. Ooh, he went back a conqueror and took his place on the throne as the Inkosa. He appointed his mother, Queen Nandi of the Zulus, the Supreme Queen Mother. Now that's a title. And she was his most trusted advisor. No one was anywhere near her level. She controlled not only the councils, but had her own military, and she essentially ruled in his stead when he was off on campaigns. And she ruled with an iron fist. She did this with the help of other powerful women by her side, including Shaka's aunts and other Inkosanas. She had great sway over her son and was seen to be a force of moderation and politically astute. 
This can be witnessed by the period known as Isililo Sikanandi, or Mourning of Death of Queen Nandi. The declaration of the longest mourning period, where those who showed insufficient grief oh, were executed, however cruel the event. Nandi advised her son until the day she died, October 10th, 1827. The death of Nandi is filled with contradictory statements and there are various views on how she actually died. Two days after her death, Nandi was buried and various personal attendants were killed and buried with her as according to custom, a person of her rank could not die alone but must have servants to cook and serve her below. Nandi was to be shown all the funeral honors of Anguni chief. Nandi, a woman who till today holds a significant part of Zulu history. Love her or loathe her, she made a huge impact during her life. Sheer determination, courage, and will, this woman went from a mistreated, lowly third wife to queen of the Zulu people. Mm. Mm. It really is. We're really giving like our producer Lee many hints. He's just sitting in the background going, mm hmm. Anyway. Amazing. It was. And actually, first of all, I was going to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know, I'm going to ask is what was the best bit about that, about Nandi's story, Queen Nandi's story, for you? I think she's just such an excellent example for us as women about resilience. Yes, right? And how she just kept pushing. She never gave up and everything was stacked against her. Everything. Everything. But even at her lowest moment, she was still you know, telling her son that mm -hmm. he's going to be the greatest. So, man, that is just incredible spirit and re resilience that she taught us, that she showed. It really is because in everything, and I know, you know, I picked this story because, not because you suffered like this, but because you are a resilient woman and mother. So I thought, you know what? And I, I know you really like the Shaka Zulu story. Like I know. <laughs> and you really, I really like it. me goosebumps. I was reading this story. I was hearing sound effects. I was hearing the birds. I could hear their feet. I heard, hey, I don't know. I need to, I need to do research on my roots. Maybe, maybe I have some you know, blood somewhere. This is true. This is true. Because the way this, and I remember we talked about this last year and I said, I'm going to give you Queen Nandi. And you're like, are you serious? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that in my head, I was like, that is who will do Queen Nandi. It's going to be Mandua. Because you suggested somebody else. And I was like, no, I'm happy for you. But no, I want you <laughs> to do Queen Nandi. Wow. 
What so, an honor. I'm so glad that you did. And as usual, you did it such justice. I have to say, I'm laughing at you about the pronunciations. You know, I love it when other people feel my pain, when I have to say oh, words okay. that I cannot. <laughs> I, I will definitely empathize a lot more with you. Thank definitely. you. Thank you. So my Afriwatu, especially those from the Zulu, please just don't blast us. Just send us yeah. voice notes with the correct pronunciations yeah. and we will yeah. play them. I promise, I promise, I promise. We'll speak to <laughs> Lee nicely and he will play them. <laughs> yeah. But before anything else, I wanted to, because I did tell people before that you're an author. So we have some new listeners. Yay! Since season one. And if you haven't listened, please go back to listen to season one because Wendua did a one wonderful job on the legend that was Siokimao, a Kamba, okay. uh, one of the Kamba formidable women also. So please, please go and listen to that. Um, but yes, so what new listeners don't know is that you're a children's book author, but you also do other things. So do you want to give a little, you know? Sure. 30 seconds um, pitch, as they say. Yes. Uh, yeah, definitely. I am a children's author and I've always just had this passion to write for children and um, create material for families to use at home and just have conversations with their little ones about different subjects, different topics. So my very first book is um, called Don't Turn Off the Lights, which deals with fear. Um, and of course, uh, this happens a lot to children and to older kids as well, where, you know, you want to sleep with the lights on. Yeah. So that, is, that book has um, <clears throat> led to us working on it as a children's musical. Um, as part of the Nairobi, here's another, another plug, Nairobi Musical Theatre Initiative, which is being led up by Eric Wainaina and Sheba Hurst. And so they're putting together a group of different wonderful musicals and stories being told by us, for us. So it's Afriwetu in the 20th century, <laughs> <laughs> which is so exciting. Um, and so this is a children's musical that we're currently working on, as I also work on my second book as well. You know, I was going to ask about the second book, so I'm glad that you said it before yeah. I asked, but uh, go on. <laughs> Yes, yes. So that's also uh, for children. Um, yeah, and it will be coming out soon. We've been making good headway on that. That is so dope. Mm -hmm. A whole musical. So um, can you first tell people where they can follow you? So your, your handle. And then I guess through your handle, they'll find out all this amazing stuff that's coming up, especially when it comes to the musical and the second book, correct? Absolutely. Thank you. So I am on Instagram. Uh, my handle is it's Mwendi. And then uh, on Facebook, I'm Mwendi Mwiti Bokwa. Great. I mean, I'm going to tag yes. you, obviously, continuously. Tag, tag, tag. Yes. <laughs> and tag some more. Um, but that is such, that's that's really, really good. So I just want the Afriwatu to know about the amazing people I know. Like, I'm just going to... You know, I think the Nigerians say that, you know, when, when somebody enters the shower, the water also falls on the on the ground. Me, I'm on the ground yeah. just getting the water. <laughs> I love that saying. I love it. It's I awesome, love it. Right? I'm running with that one. Yeah, I'm running it's like even that water, it'll splash on me yes. too. It's okay. It's okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was going to say, was there anything else you wanted to tell our lovely Afriwatu before we sadly sign off? <laughs> 
Um, I just want to just uh, thank you, Mona, for doing what you do because you have um, lit a flame for so many people. And I just want to encourage us as we listen and as we do our research to not let the stories end here. Like Mona puts in hours and hours to produce these incredible um stories and documents and share history in such a fun way for us so really let's share it let's share it with our children let's share it with our neighbors let's share it with our families because it's it's who we are we need to know who we are thank you and i just want to say in all honesty and i know this sounds like the mutual appreciation society but it is so 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 true <laughs> is that when Dua and lee really really sort of like held me up in terms of this whole process so i'm always 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 so Odd and so thankful that we got here. Wendor, can you imagine? We, we, we're in season two. Like imagine this is, that. This is series two. Seriously. I just counted and, and so far it's been 29 episodes. As of our recording today, by the time this goes out, we'll have recorded uh, 30. We'll, sorry, we'll have released 30 episodes. Amazing. So amazing. Congratulations. is that? This journey that started way back when. But anyway, I know that people are, are no longer interested in what we have to say. However, I did want to say thank you so much for coming, for joining us. Um, and I want to say to all the Afriwatu, thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, Mubarikiwe!